Chapter 26, Memories for the Taking Yeah, I remembered Beowulf Drake. He was the one who found me when I returned from the lands beyond. I'd been resting my heels on that little stretch of beach before the wild blue ocean for as long as I could remember. Then I'd made the mistake of checking out the big ugly wood box that contained the whole wide world. That's where Beowulf Drake found me. That's when he took me to market. Sold me to tell Morgan, and the hilarity ensued. So I must say I was a little anxious about Hobbs taking me to market. At least it was a different market, not the common market. Just some little underground place. Not that that wasn't unusual in and of itself. I mean, after all, we were still somewhere under the city any moment now. That next train was going to come roaring down the track. And we were all dog food. Any moment now. Just you wait. The things one will do for dragon's breath. And I still don't know what it is. All I know is that Del Morgan wanted it. So I was off to the underground, dodging trains, prisoner to one dragon, sent after the water of life, was introduced to Hobbs, who was the one now leading me to market to find dragon's breath, and water of life forgotten. Ancient history didn't work out. I could still taste it on my tongue which was actually kind of funny since it wasn't exactly as if I had tried the stuff and that would have been stupid. One sip of the water of life and I could have kissed my old mislaid heart goodbye. Hey, what do you want to read, Cat? Go read something, okay? So I was wary. Didn't know what to expect. Definitely wasn't expecting a little town. More of a village, basic two-street kind of place, all clustered together, which was kind of strange, I suppose. I mean, down here underground. They had all the room in the world, wide open spaces, and nothing but sky. Instead, we got houses kind of jumbled up against each other, all wood too, as if bricks and stone must be sacred or something. So anyways, I was kind of cautious as Hobbs led me into this little community. All noise and bustle for a place so small. I'm not going to complain. Maybe it was a gathering place for those far and wide. The underground was a strange place full of strange and exotic critters, including my anthropomorphic cat. Well, she wasn't mine, but you get the idea. At least she'd stopped answering questions I hadn't asked. I mean, answering questions I had only thought, oh, yeah, enough of that. We reach one of the stalls, kind of an indoor-outdoor kind of place. I won't try to describe it any better. Reminded me of Old Man Whetstone's place. Hunter! Hobbs? Hobbs! Always a pleasure. It has been too long since I saw you last. What is this? Could it be that you have brought me a gift? I wish that I had, Hunter. This is my most excellent good friend Drake, Matthew Drake by name. It would seem that I owe him a favor, and I mean to make good on the debt. And you thought at once of me. I am touched. I am flattered. Now, what can I do for you? Hunter? She looked at me as if she were disappointed as if she were figuring what she could sell me for on the open market. Still, there was respect in her eyes. I guess the saying was true, a friend of mine is a friend of yours. Which meant they thought well of my angel and dark fur around here. 
That was something to remember. Still, I was wary, not trusting markets, looking for Uma Thurman. My friend is looking for Dragon's Breath. Nothing simpler that I have, if you would but follow me. Which I did reluctantly, Hobbs following quickly after our host into the shop. I suppose I should say a few words of our host. Hunter looked to be another anthropomorphic cat, but not like Hobbs. Hunter was far more human in appearance, like she was a person with only slightly feline features, as if she could pass for normal if she wished, draped in a robe that flowed around her made of dark silks and bright designs. Unlike Hobbs, who definitely looked more cat than man. Unlike Hobbs, who wore nothing but the fur on her back. And what shall you give me for this? And Hunter held aloft a flask, looking much like that which had held the water of life. Well, at least I now knew that Dragon's Breath was something that could be bottled. I'd been expecting more of a balloon-looking thing, you know. Here, Mr. Dragon, just breathe into this. Hobbs took the flask, cradling it like a fragile beast. I would give you the life from my heart. I know that you would, but I cannot indulge in such charity. However, if I gave you this on words alone, I would lose all business. All would expect to pay in words. No exception. I cannot live on such words. I would expect more than words. More than words. Memories. I would expect nothing less than two memories. That is fair. That is reasonable. I am sure we can spare such as two memories. Matthew? What? You're going to have to speak up, Matthew. Hunter cannot hear you. She cannot take the memories from your head. What are you talking about? I have brought you here. I have secured you dragon's breath. I have done more than debt would require. This dragon's breath is not charity. You must give so that you may receive. You can't be serious. My debt to you is paid. I have brought you here. Been your guide in this place. Now Hunter needs her payment for such as the dragon's breath. Memories. Yes, it is not much to ask. Only two memories. How am I supposed to give her memories? You need only speak. I have no memories! Which was true. I couldn't remember anything. Well, nothing from before the beach. I'd been sitting at my desk. I'd looked about the office, realizing all was crap, and that was when Fahrenheit had looked at me, told me that my name was Matthew Drake. That was all I could remember. That moment in the office. The bench in front of it, walking back to my door and having it open upon a beach. I could never remember nothing else. And I had tried running errands for Del Morgan, wondering what the hell it was that I did between. I had tried to remember who I was, who I had been before I had been declared Matthew Drake, and I had come up empty. Nothing. I was blank, except... Del Morgan had asked me if I was married. Hell, Charlie had asked me what was wrong. And I had told him. I had told her. I could speak. I just couldn't remember. Of course you have memories. Did you ever have a pet? We had a cat, orange and black, named Hobbs after the comic strip. Looked like him, too. Same personality. Only our neighbor didn't like cats, and one day I came home and I couldn't find Hobbs. And he didn't come home. We looked. We searched. We even checked with the pound and put up those stupid reward signs that people are always putting up. 
So I remember I'm putting up one of those signs, and I hear my neighbor laugh. Oh, you're never going to find your cat. There are people who go around stealing people's pets. They sell them to researchers, have experiments performed on them, test the latest eyeshadow, that sort of thing. My neighbor. He sold Hobbs to those people. I don't even know if it was true, but I never saw Hobbs again. They looked at me under Hobbs, waiting, not saying anything, Hobbs holding the dragon's breath. And I realized something. I couldn't remember Hobbs, my cat, not my angel dark She was still standing before me. I couldn't remember my cat. It was like the memory had been taken from me, spoken and forgotten. I know it sounds crazy. Hunter had taken my memory. I would never remember. I had paid half my debt. All she needed was one more corner of my life. No! Go on, you can do it. No, I don't want to remember. You can't have my life. You can't go back to Del Morgan. You need the dragon's breath. Yes. Well, this is stupid. How can I remember that? I just forgot something. What did I give you? Memories. Yes, stupid memories. What am I without memory? What did I give you? The loss of your cat. Damn you! It's not so much to give. Why am I doing this? They didn't answer that. I knew why I was doing this. I had lost so much. I could feel my heart in Del Morgan's hand. I could feel her fingers slick, turning, sliding over the surface. I could feel my pulse beneath her fingertips. I would not surrender. I met Hannah Wallace, God, I don't know, when I was 13, 14. It was one of those stupid games that kids play. We pulled numbers out of a hat. Hen and I were shut in a dark closet for five minutes. The closet was so full of coats and jackets that we could barely move. Scrunched and squeezed together. We could hear them laughing and giggling. Just as we had laughed and giggled as the others had taken their turn in the closet. Hannah put her arms around me, giggling. There was no room to laugh. She smelled like lavender soap and peppermint. No! It is done. What have you taken from me? Nothing but the past. Payment for dragon's breath. Rich payment, I thank you. Yeah, that was Hunter. No more. As you wish, Matthew. No more. Here is dragon's breath. Now let me show you home. This audio recording of The Fearful Covidian, Pin the Tail on the Donkey, is copyright 2010 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved.